Hey guys, welcome to the Mom Voice. I'm Lauren. And I'm Sarah. With seven kids between the two of us, we know what a wild ride parenting can be. But that it's also the most rewarding job any of us will ever do. As longtime best friends, we've been together for a lot, helping each other all along the way. And now we're sharing our journeys with you, letting you in on our day-to-day to hear what's working in our homes and what's not. Each week, we'll be sitting down to talk all the things, from parenting to TV, relationships to self-care. We'll cover it all. So whether you're a stay-at-home mom or empty nester, join us here to get informed and help your family thrive. Together, we'll figure it all out. Welcome to your Mommy Morning Show. We get support from Pogo Pass. I can't say enough good things about my Pogo Pass. Each member of my family has a Pogo Pass and we have so much fun. So many endless activities. And as it's a new year, it could be a new goal to kind of find these new fun activities and seek out some more family time for the year. Here in Arizona, there's so many fun attractions and we enjoyed a lot over the winter break. I took the kids ice skating for the first time and they were in heaven. But there's also things included like Skateland, once or twice a month included, Bat Cats, bowling once a week, even Sunsplash. Also included are a lot of local college and professional sport games. Yeah, it's super great. We've been using them for years and we really want you to create some memories with your family as well. The Pogo Pass is available in Phoenix, Las Vegas, Kansas City, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and South Central Texas. So go check it out today. It's pogopass.com, P-O-G-O pass.com. And after you put your passes in the cart, make sure and enter promo code MOMVOICE for $10 off each pass. Saves a lot of money and we promise you'll love it. Okay, Lauren. Well, um, I accidentally called 911 this morning. And did they call you back? They absolutely did. Yeah, they do the hurry thing up. (laughs) (laughs) It was the silliest thing ever. I have an Apple Watch. And long story short, I was trying to turn it off for some reason. And I guess that there is a slider for power off and then a slider for SOS. Yes. Which that's is right. like, um, I've fallen in the forest somewhere, yes. sent help, I've broken my leg. Yes. So accidentally, I slide SOS total by accident and I'm like, shoot, shoot, shoot. And I turn it off really quick. Hang up, turn it off. Literally was like one second. I hit that button so fast and immediately I get a call back from the police department. And she's like, hello, this is um, so and so with emergency services. Did you just try and call 911? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I'm so sorry. And she was like, so is everything okay there? She was like, actually kind of acting like, are you sure everything's okay? Like, give me a, give me a sign to let me know you're not in a hostage situation right now. No, but she was kind of like, are you, are you sure you don't need some help? Is everything like almost like, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yes. Like and I, I was like I being ca- held against my will. And yes. this was like my one time to kind of swipe SOS, but then they caught me and I had to hang up. And she was like, are you, are you sure you're okay? Is everything, we can send some people out if you just say, and I was like, um, no, sorry, just a butt dial. Didn't mean to. And she's like, okay, okay, well it happens. Let us know. We're here if you need anything. Oh, but I <laughs> see, but I kind of love that because yeah. I mean, that is very thorough. Good yeah. for them. Shout out to the Gilbert PD, I guess. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I, that's so funny because Evelyn was just saying this just yesterday. She's like, if I call 9911, I'm like, 
911, yeah. Evelyn. Okay, well, I ended it at, well, 911. And I'm like, 911, what is wrong with you, child? No, 911. And she's like, okay, 911. I'm like, nine. This is so funny. Oh, yeah, she kept yeah. doing that. And, and it's like, 911. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> but that is kind of funny you bring that up um, because, again, totally unrelated, dare. guys. Shut up, Lauren. Did Sarah, or did Sarah, did Kate tell you about like our burglar? No. So we have a little like block watch situation Lauren in our just neighborhood. Did air quotes around yeah, the word quote. burglar. Don't you guys remember block watch? Did you have those signs up in your neighborhood? Crime Was watcher? that a Texas crime thing? watch? We had a block watch here, and know. you'd have signs in your neighborhood that just kind of meant like the neighborhood. What does that mean? Are you taking ago? shifts to look out your window? Yeah. Well, what so is that? Very long story short. Um, one of our neighbors said that someone was kind of like going through their side yard, looked in their car, mm. and their husband went out and kind of scared him off. But he, he was saw- casing the joint. Lauren. Yeah, yeah, they were. Ca- it was a single person, a-, a white man with a tattoo on his neck, and he saw him, but totally was casing their house, which sounds so <gasps> sketchy, I know. But like, um, and so he scared him off. But they actually called the police just like for them to be aware and blah blah. blah. Hey. And so, very long story short, this guy has been around. And he's been around like East Mesa, like a pretty big, like in within our area. But like the, he's already been like the cops have already been called on this guy. Wait, like the potential burglar. Yes, this Uh-oh. potential burglar. So even my So then we got all this text thread going oh, and, da, no. da, 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 da. and someone else had seen this guy walking around like because we have a, a bus stop, not too far, a city bus stop and seen this guy because he's very distinct, like big tattoo on the side of his neck. Mm. So then it's like all eyes and all arms are up and we're like on, you know, high alert here. So everybody knows because we do have a very safe, comfortable neighborhood. Totally. Kids leave their bikes. Oh, my gosh. Every single night I go to bed, my kids bikes and scooters are laying in my front yard almost every night. They're so they're so lazy. And that's just like, uh, thankfully, the comfort we have. Totally. But this guy probably has caught notice of that and has probably made the rounds maybe on some bikes or something. But anyway, so we all know. And then my one neighbor made, so the police is aware, are aware. And then this guy has like struck before. So he's been reported before because there was like a little mini news segment on him. No. On him with the neck tattoo. So we it was going around the neighborhood. Like we, a sketch? Yeah. No, like or a somebody video. Caught a Someone photo. caught him on like his their video in oh, his, in their driveway and yes. stuff. So very clear footage of him. So this guy is like knows what he's doing, right? And so it's just funny because um our one neighbor, so the kids all I didn't want to tell my kids. I didn't I just told of them to bring their not. stuff in. I didn't want them to be alarmed or scared or anything or think there's real danger here. But of course it uh, the somebody told their kids and all the kids are talking about and they're running and there's a robber in the neighborhood. There's a robber, burglar, burglar. Fresh off home Kate, alone. Yeah, right. Yeah. She told Kate to dance. Oh okay. great. And Kate was so scared. I have oh. a burglar. I'm like, no, Evie, don't tell people these things. So anyways so, but there are wanted neighborhoods or signs in our, like on our street. And I go, what do you mean? This is what the kids told me. They're on the the, the, the light poles. And yes. I was like, what? So I did drive by and I did see one. And I think no. my neighbor made it. I don't think the police made it. I thought maybe the because if the police know, but what I like is that it's the signs up. So that guy knows. Like we see We you. know. We see we know. you. And I, you know, we're all texting and, and some of the. The gals are laughing and like, we're going to put our husbands out tonight with yeah, some pellet guns and get ready. Yeah. <laughs> so I was you don't laughing. mess with the cul-de-sac, yeah, you okay? you don't mess over here with the sack. Uh-uh. No. No, no. Oh, my so gosh. I, I, but that just made me laugh that you said that, 911, because I, now we are a little bit, this is fresh off the press yesterday. Oh. I saw the posters up, but at least this fool knows. We oh know you're gosh. here. We know you're coming. If right? you come, 
No, come I for mean, us, dude. Come for come us. For I, us. I, I dare you. <laughs> totally kidding. That would be totally no, I'm terrible. Sure the guy has run for the hills. Gosh. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. And hopefully it's only been like harmless. He's like, up in my stolen. hood now. I, oh, oh, gosh. Dude. Watch out for the neck tattoo. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Well, do, you, do you guys use that app? What is it oh, called? Yeah. Well, the ring app? No, the it's like a neighborhood. There's a neighbor one, like um, next door. Yes, next is that door. It? Next door app. Yep. I just remember this is a callback to an old episode, but when the couple was on the loose, oh remember? Gosh. And I was the terrified out of my mind. Here. Lauren, do you remember this? Oh, she's clapping. She's clapping. Do you remember? <laughs> We've recorded. You were terrified. I was. I was. Terrified. Remember one night? I swore I thought I, yeah. I heard a noise. Yeah, you the were couple. home alone. Yes, you were home alone. I, I was forgot about that. I Tell was, them about the couple. I don't even remember. They broke away from they, prison. They got right? out of jail, and it was a man and a woman, and yeah. they were old. Yeah, they were they like were, sixty. Yeah, they were being transported from prison yes. to prison. They take over the guards and get away, yes. and they're fugitives. And remember, there was that footage going around yes. of a man with the like woman. a wig on. No, the, but it was like a man with like a wig yes. on in my neighborhood. And everyone thought yes, yeah. And they thought yes, yeah. yes. It was so weird. Oh yeah, I that think was we talked early about days. it. Yes, that was the very early days of the podcast. We talked about it at some point because yeah. Anyway, but that's the first time I saw that app of yes. the, the neighborhood. Right. And man, right. that's a slippery slope. Oh, it is. I, I George's on the Ring app. Don't do it, folks. Oh man, you're just gonna think you live in Sodom and Gomorrah. Right. You were just thinking like, what the heck is happening around me? Because every know. little detail's on there. It gets reported. And not only that, you just Chatting know too it. much about your yeah. area. You're yeah. like, some guy's window got bashed in, you know, two miles that way or someone, uh, you know, da, 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 like oh my gosh. creepy at work over here on this corner. You're just like, I don't want to know these things. So I question, question to you, mama, question to you out there. Do you want to know or do you not? Would you rather kind no, of I don't want to know. You don't want to know. I kind of don't think I, I want to know enough. I want to like have the like level five alert. I don't need to know one through four. You understand what I'm I saying? Just, I think we take enough precautions to be safe in our neighborhood or my house that like, I don't feel like I need to know all the sketchy stuff happening in my area. I just don't no, like, no, I get but that. I mean, you know us guys, we're, we're, we're suckers for crime TV, crime oh, junkies man. here ourselves. Yeah. So, but George is, I've told you about George in the, um, and uh, not the radar. What is it? Yeah, the police radar. I've told you about George and the Shut police up. radar, he has right? A scanner. He has a scanner on no, his he phone. Doesn't. He has an app where he listens in, and he sometimes will go drive around and catch on it. No, go go drive to it. No, like, he doesn't. You're not driving into the fire here, literally, dude. Like you're not. And he's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, this is only five miles away. I, oh, do you see all those cop cars going? He like loves Shut that up. stuff too, to oh a degree. And I'm like. But this is George. That yeah. is George. He yeah. loves to relish on all the crazy bad things in the world. Yeah. And I'm just like, can yeah. you just not? Let's like, oh my gosh, n- let's focus on the good. Oh, that is. I hilarious. mean, if it's not the COVID headlines, if it's yeah. not the Biden headlines, oh, yeah. then it's the police scanner. Oh, oh but my I gosh. I just don't want it. I don't need it. Oh my gosh, I'm dying. That is so freaking funny. The other thing that I had to freaking talk to you about is I'm watching this show that is like a period time show. Mm-hmm. Tell me, do you like period movies and what i, I mean by them. period is period pieces what it, period pieces yeah, like era like, like at least yes. 100 years ago is what i'm saying i actually really do because i love like the monarchy and all of that good stuff i actually really do enjoy that stuff oh funny so you i'm don't. watching a show no i do i just find myself getting so freaking distracted and what i mean by that is i will get so invested in these characters all these things and then I will literally find myself at 11 o'clock at night watching on my phone. And I'm like, how did they brush their teeth back then? 
Or oh, interesting. Yes. When a woman has her period, what is she doing? Is there yes. a tampon or does she just bleed all over the place? Yeah. Like, I'm literally asking myself these questions all throughout the episodes. Literally. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, it's, because well, it's they definitely never go depressing into, times. Yeah, they never oh go into that stuff, right? No. And I'm like, they look so good. But like, were their teeth clean back then? Oh, <laughs> you would never want to kiss someone. Like, uh, and uh, on any sort of like, oh my gosh, the sex and the bathrooms yes, yes. and all those things. Oh, I think about these random thoughts. So that's where I'm like, I love them, but I kind of hate them because I go on these like tangents in my brain. You guys hear me. You know how tangenty I can get. I will literally go down this whole like rabbit hole in my brain of like, man, it would have sucked back then. Oh. But then again, you wouldn't have all the drama that you have now. And you would just have your little world and your little space and blah, 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 blah. I literally will go through this whole thing in my head. Oh, but no, it is. It's so, oh, so dark and twisted back then. Literally dark. Oh, no electricity. Yeah. You're living by candlelight. Crazy. The sickness, the scares, like there's no help for you, really. You have herbs to heal you like that's all you have like no I actually think it's like I find it fascinating that civilization has survived through such crazy times and like the war and just pure survival like not only like are you trying to keep your kids alive and like feed them and 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 not freeze to death in the winter but then you literally have to worry about your like freaking scary neighbors that are going to try to steal your crops because your crops their crops didn't come in and then they have no problem killing you to save their kids and (gasps) it's like literally life and death every day oh my gosh i just i I don't know that's what makes the good story because it literally was like crazy crazy times i know it's so wild like at, at times, I can kind of get frustrated with, like, the day we live in, you know? Like, oh, there's just too much information. We just know oh, yeah. too much. And, like, it would just be so nice to have been on the prairie somewhere, like, whatever. But then again, I'm like, but would it, you know? like, oh, but would it? But would it? Would I just be bored and, like... I don't know. I don't think you would be bored because there'd be nonstop chores. True. You would be working around the clock. You're exhausted. Exhausted. Around the clock. Yeah. And like in fear that, yeah, your food doesn't grow because then you don't eat. And like, honestly, it's like just the the idea of it. Yeah. Is terrifying, truly. Oh, my God. But like, I mean, but again, that is the tale as old as time. I mean, that's what it was for so long. Listen to you drop the Disney reference. I got that. Yeah, you did. The tale as old as But it's so like that is the story of time. I know. You'd literally go out and build your house and like build a fire and then you got to like hunt the food or oh grow gosh, it. Right. And then your kids just have to play with sticks and like rocks. I know. And use their imagination. And each other. So speaking of, this puts me on a tangent. Go with me here really quickly. Do your kids do any manual work around the house? Outside of dishes, putting away laundry, I mean actual outside make them sweat work. Yes or no? Be honest. I'll I'll tell my truth. Yes. Do they? Yes. In it's, what way? They're not consistently like this is your chore outside today. But yeah, like George, um, like he, uh, he, what do you call hedge? 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 Hedged the hedge? Yes. Hedge. Is that what you? What do you call it? Shave the hedge? <laughs> trimmed it. it. Trimmed it in our backyard, yes. and he made all the boys and Ivy clean up all all the. Clippings. You know, sweep it up, and it you know that's a chore, a pain. And like Tristan started mowing the lawn. Oh, good. And. Um, you know, just like, it just depends what's going on outside. Like, you know, if it's pulling weeds in the summer, they pull weeds. Good for you. Um, I don't know. It just depends. See, I literally had this discussion with my husband like a week or two ago. Well, oh, I know what it was. Literally the day after Christmas or two days after Christmas, our kids are like, I'm bored. I'm like, 
Are you for With real? All the new presents. You, You're like, no. You have all of this stuff. And I was like, you know, Jeremy, the problem is they don't work. They don't do anything. Like they're not earning their keep around here, right? And I just remember like growing up, granted, I was in like a small Texas town and we had a little bit more property on what that our house was on. And I remember like raking leaves, mm-hmm. like literally being outside the bulk of Saturday morning, like sweating, doing things. And like, I, I catch myself sometimes, like I live in the city now. I have a gardener. Like, I know that sounds like first world problems. I get that. But I'm like, I need to find some stuff for my kids to do. I don't have well, a huge lot. Hire your gardener and make them do it. I know, right? Oh my gosh. But then it's staying on top of them. Then it becomes my job to yeah, like execute it, it and hound them and the fights. And like, so anyway, it was just like on my mind a week or two ago of like, how do I implement some work around here? You know what I mean? Cleaning. No, absolutely. Right. Know. No. And I, I mean, it's a huge, huge skill and important thing for kids to learn how to work and totally. hard work. I mean, I think lazy children are like the, you know, oh, I know it's so pain of our existence, yes. truly. So, I mean, trying to find those opportunities, I think is really, really good. Oh my gosh. I know. Okay, but before we go any further, Lauren, we wanted to chat with you guys a little bit about the Wally phone case. If you've listened to us for any period of time, then you've probably heard us talk about Wally. Both Lauren and I have these cases on our phones right now as we speak, and we really do love them. It's a leather phone case that has like a quote unquote wallet in the back, enough to hold like one or two cards. And it also has a really fun loop that you can put your finger in helps prevent falls, and it doubles as a stand when you want to watch your shows at night. Yeah, they also have lots of fun new designs. Um, They're leather bound and with cute thread detail. And I've dropped my phone a few times and it seriously has saved it, protected it. So it's got a high quality drop factor. It totally does. So while you're listening to the rest of this episode, jump over there to the website and go check it out. The website is wallycases.com. It's W-A-L-L-I cases.com. And enter code MOMVOICE at checkout for 15% off your total order. And unfortunately, on February 1st, the prices are going up just a tad, along with the rest of the world in this inflation, so we can uh, we can understand. So get the price now, the great deal of $29.99, and use our code MOMVOICE today. Perfect. All right, girl. Well, let's jump into kind of what we wanted to talk about today, Right. which I don't even really like this word. I don't know why I don't like it, but bullying. Why don't I like that word? Well, of course, because it just, oh, it It has so many terrible. It's associated with just so many mean, cringy, awful things. I know. But we want to talk about it because it's something that like, I guess over the past six months or so, I've kind of, I mean, no, I shouldn't say that. My child has never been straight out bullied. Okay. That hasn't happened. Or at least what I picture true bullying to be. I don't feel like I've had that happen yet. Thank goodness. But I have had my daughter come home from third grade with like some mean notes written to her that, you know, she laughingly showed me, but it was like, Kate, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. And blah, 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 blah. Like all of like horrible things that when I saw, I was like, oh, what? Like you automatically just kind of sink a little bit when you see these things. Right. And then there's been just a handful of other things that it's kind of gotten me thinking about this subject of like, man, it's just so complex, right? Like, how do we prevent our child from being that person, being the bully? How do we 
help our kids deal with those situations in life because honestly, it is part of life, right? Like we all went through something. We've had instances like this along the way at some point, whether it's like on the playground or at a job where you're made to feel stupid or like whatever. Like we have felt crappy and like it is just a part of life, you know? Well, I think we've just seen the bully for so like as us growing up in the 80s and 90s, every movie that we watched always had the bully, the bad guy, the like mean kid. Biff. Biff that stuffed you in the locker and just like, you know, tormented you endlessly. Back to the future guy. Right. Yes, that's Biff. Yes. I I thought you were gonna say, um, what's the one on Home Alone? The brother, um, Butch or Buzz. whatever. I Buzz. Think Buzz. Buzz. I think it's Buzz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but there's just all, oh. like there's always the yeah. villain of the bully in all those movies we grew up on, and I do think today bullying means a little bit something a little bit different. And I think there's been a lot of attention brought to this subject in the last really ten years, which has been much needed. The fact that they'd even like kind of reinforced the bully idea in so many movies and like. Not that it they were like approving it. Obviously, it was the bad guy, but like you would just see it over and over. Yeah. Like every school is going to have the bullies and you just need to be prepared for that. And oftentimes, the bully is the popular cute kid. Yeah. I mean, in a lot of the John Hughes movies I'm thinking of, like Pretty in Pink. Like jocks. Yeah. Right. Steph is like the cute, like, you know, flowy haired dude that like right. puts down um, Ducky and all those things. Teasing all the kids. Yes. Right. So it's like, uh, no. So I think it's like definitely a well needed um, discussion and subject for every mother, because I think no matter what, we'll all be touched by it at some point. And like you said, even in our day to day lives, like there's ways that we have felt very inferior or bad about ourselves or put down. And that never, ever, ever feels good. I mean, and now today we have a whole next level of bullying and that's cyberbullying. And I do, I will say though, like bullying and we'll get into cyberbullying too, but I think bullying too in the last like five to, I don't know, a few years, the word's thrown around a lot too. I think people want to label a situation very quickly and it's like, oh, you're bullying or you're in the wrong or this is you. Um, and, and that's fair to a degree because I think we're trying to improve the problem. But I think like defining what bullying is and like really, like you said, helping create our kids to be confident and strong enough to like resist that, but also to, to help the problem, fix yeah. the problem. Yeah. And I think it's like such a fine line, right? Because me personally, as a parent, I don't ever want my child to be overly sensitive, right? And like, I want them to be able to kind of take some of the criticisms that are going to come in life because man, like when I got my first real job, there were some straight criticisms of like this, this, and this. And like, you have to have a tough skin to some degree. I'm not saying you just become a doormat and you let everybody walk all over you. But I do think like, it's this fine balance of like not being too sensitive, but then also do recognize it for what it is and like standing up for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or for others, right? Who aren't oh, yeah. brave enough to stand up for them, for themselves. And so it's like, I don't know, it can be very hard. And I guess, I guess what I wanted to say to start this whole conversation off is, like I said, I got my first little taste of something like this, not really bullying. I don't want to call it that, but with Kate in third grade. And I guess it's like, man, we really do just send our kids out there, don't we? When we send them to school, like, I guess it's hitting me a little because Luke is coming up upon kindergarten. And it's just like, man, there is just so much we are not in control of once they go to school. Really? And that's kind of scary. Like when you're home with them like all day or like 
you know, the babysitter they're with all day and like you can really vet that out or whatever, you know, they're around family and then to just like send them into this situation with hundreds of kids and you don't know anything about them or the families they come from or like anything that can freak me out a little bit. I'm being totally honest. When you stop and think about it, oh my gosh, it's really overwhelming. It's overwhelming to think of all the different things they're going to face all day long. Um, So I guess it's like the best we can do is, you know, help equip them for things like that and talk through situations and help them know how to also treat others so that they're, they're not only a victim, but they're also maybe, like I said, a solution to the problem. I think a big part of that too, and like helping um, build up our kids in that situation does feed into the family dynamic and kind of how they're brought up, what they're around, their dynamic at home. Um, I don't know if this is a good or a bad thing, but my boys do. They're rough with each other. They're tough. They, they tease and whatever. But I do also think because of that, a comment from another kid can really easily just, they can shake it off or it right. rolls off their back or they don't take it too seriously or they're not going to turn around and run and cry. Like right. they they can kind of either take a joke or a, or, or like a poke and like just whatever. They're, they're kind of tough enough to take it. Yeah. But at the same time, they are tough with each other. And I want them to always understand like, yeah, you might tease and be rough around here, but you never treat somebody else like that. I mean, and I, that sounds kind of like, Bad. No, no, but like at I home, I mean, because yeah. really your dynamic at home kind of creates the personality that they're going to be towards friends or peers. And so you want them to either know how to, you know, kind of treat others and, and not tease, but then also be able to, like you said, have a tough skin. Yeah, I know. And like, so I guess I wanted to frame this up a couple of ways. Like, how do we help our kids? How do we like reduce the risk of them getting bullied? I want to talk about that. And I don't even I'm this is just a conversation. You guys, we are not professionals on this. This is literally two moms sitting down talking our thoughts on the situation. We would love to hear yours if you want to write in and talk to us about it throughout the week. But like I want to talk about how do we help our kids kind of not be bullied and then what to do? What do we advise them on? Like if it happens and then what do we do as parents when it happens? Right? I know. At like what point do you intervene? Do you get involved? Do you not? Do you call the school? When do you make sticky, a stink? Right? Do you show up at like, that's what I really want to get into yes. is like, what do, how do I react? What am I supposed to kind of do when this comes up? But like talking briefly about like how to help our kids not be bullied. I think it goes back to what you just said, like have a confidence, try your very best to instill a confidence in them. And then I do also think that not having them seek the approval of others outside of the home. Do you understand what I think about that? Uh, Totally. It kind of goes with the confidence thing, but like not, and I don't want to say not caring about what others think about you, but feeling like, okay, Bobby doesn't like what I'm wearing today. Who cares? I don't care about Bobby. Like I don't need his approval for what I'm wearing. Like that type of thing. Right. Right. And that's being true to themselves. And also, yeah, like you said, just a confidence, knowing that they don't need that exterior approval. They don't need people, you know, they already feel good about themselves and and they are able to brush off things. And on top of that, I also do think that like, (laughs) while we're trying to instill some confidence in our children, I also think like really being aware at home, especially as they start to get older, about how to be social. 
And what I mean by this, I think I've actually read things along the way about how our society is becoming less and less interpersonal and like truly losing some personal skills, honestly. Social skills. Social skills. Because we've gone so digital and like email. Think about formal letters back in the day and how we email now. You know what I mean? Well, even COVID, I think, has totally you know, such a disadvantage to this younger group that yes. hasn't had like social engagements, contact for homecomings, c- proms, right. like all the things. And what I mean by that, how to teach them to be social is like how to read a room, right? Yeah. And what I mean by that is like, don't go step into it. Like be socially aware enough of like who those kids are, right? right. And know that, okay, I don't want to just don't walk into it. Don't be around it. Don't give them the time of day. Avoid it should you need to. You know what I mean? Well, finding good friends and knowing yeah. like how to handpick people that you do want to spend time with that you know will like be fun and uplifting. Yes. And I think kids are so quirky and kids are just so weird. I mean, I they are just like you just observe a group of kids and you're just like, this, <laughs> they are just so funny. Like not and not even like funny in like a humorous way. They're just they say the darnest things. I mean, there'll be times, you know, you kind of hear or see these situations of a girl that just might be like, I don't really like those pants or yeah. I that that shirt's like ugly. Yeah. And it's like I don't even think maybe she's out to be mean no. or like spiteful, but it's like they just don't even filter themselves. They just don't even like get that. So I think as a parent too, like those are times when we could just say to our own children like Kind of like how I talked about the boogers last week. Like, these are just little <laughs> reminders. Like, don't pick your nose. And hey, don't say something to someone else you wouldn't want someone to say to you. Right. You can't say something nice, then just don't say it at all. Because yes, you may like hate those pants, but like that did not make her feel good. And now she's feeling bad and she, now she hates her own pants. Or like, it can make them feel stupid. So like, or even how you would talk to a sibling, right? Like, oh, your breast stinks. Exactly. If you're in a group of kids at fifth grade and you're not you going to say that, don't say that. Oh right? my gosh. Because right. that would mortify you as a fifth grader. If oh, somebody put you on blast. Right. And that's not right. Again, it goes back to the intention. I don't know if people, kids are necessarily doing that intentionally. I really, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, right. but it's these situations that can really like mortify kids oh, and just totally. ruin their days and their weeks and make them self-conscious for the rest of the year, you right. know, like it's those well, things. And I just think that's even literally a conversation. Oh, like yeah. it, you just have a conversation with your kids and remind them those are like things at home. Those are personal. If you said that to a friend or a teacher, that would totally embarrass them. I mean, you, you know, you expect it from a toddler. And you've, I've heard these horror stories of toddlers that being like, you're resting still like the yes. teacher. Yeah. And you're just like, ah, but like, um, but yeah, when they're getting into second, third, fourth and up, like you definitely can like catch yourself and be mature yes. about the crowd and the audience you're with and read knowing, the room, right? When to say something <laughs> and when not to. Yeah. And even though, again, like there's way harsher, like some of you might be laughing. This is not bullying. Like it's not, you know, no one's like crying and tormented, right. but those are the things that help kids feel more comfortable when they, they don't feel like they have to be on edge or on the defense yeah. or someone's going to say something mean or yeah. tease or whatever. Yeah, totally. And some of the things I was kind of reading about, again, when I was going, when I first got this letter from Kate and I looked right. at it, I'm like, oh, what can I do to kind of help build her? Like, not let this get to her, you know? Yes. A lot of the things that I was reading about was saying, like, build up that, just talk to your children, like, or sorry, build up the communication between you and your child. So yes. like the fact that she did come to me and tell me about it, 
that's awesome. And that's going to help her talk it down and not get in her head about it and all of those things. So like we say it all the time, but really, if you're trying to prevent bullying or you worry about something, really do try and cultivate your own relationship with the child, right? To where, again, it goes back, like they feel so secure with what they have at home where they don't necessarily need that validation outside of home. Exactly. I love that. That's such a good point. I also think as I was thinking about this is I think it could be really good for kids to have different peer groups as well. Mm -hmm. So like that could mean like it it cult as a parent, we can help cultivate church friendships or a sports league friendship or neighborhood friendships. And then at school friendships, like cousin friendships, like have different avenues of like social interaction where, okay, this person, is it part of like, let's say like a sports league? They really don't, my, my poor child, like they come home feeling crappy from that. Yeah. They don't bring out the best, but you know what? They have awesome school friends and they have awesome church friends. And I'm going to make sure invest in that. We're going to invest in those relationships and we're going to like reiterate that. And I'm going to talk to her more about those and like, you know, like really kind of navigate their relationships a little bit to kind of reinforce those good ones and and downplay the bad ones, right? Yeah. Um and then I also feel like or something I had read about was like really try and make sh- pick out one or two things that your child is uniquely amazing at. Like it it can be like a personality trait, like they're funny or you know, whatever. Or it could be something physical. I know we don't like to focus on the physical, but it could be something physical, like, you know, whatever your sense of style or, oh, you look so, those shoes are so great. Like whatever, like make them feel good and something unique to them that when they do feel crappy at school or something happens, it will come to their mind. Oh, but, but I do have this going for me or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Right. Try and build them up in a way about something. And this is an ongoing practice. And that's everything I read was like, it's not a one and done. It's like having those continual conversations with your kids, those reminders, hey, what's going on at school, all that stuff. Absolutely. But let's circle back to the point of like, we don't want to create bullies or have bullies of our own in our, (laughs) heaven forbid. I've always, always hated the idea of a bully. Like I've said to my children more than once, you the worst thing you could be in my eyes is a bully. Like, yeah. honestly, like yeah. there's a lot of things you could do to like disappoint me, break I guess, in a heart. way, break yeah. my heart. But being a bully, I think would be first and foremost, just that anyone would ever feel bad or scared or hurt because of my child is just like mm. the, like literally pit in my stomach. Mm-hmm. So I think like we kind of said, like the family dynamic, I think is really huge and important. I mean, as the way we treat our children, the way we discipline our children, the way the you know, just the whole, um, you know, dynamic of a home really, I think, influences the way they treat others. And mm-hmm. so that's just a reminder. You know, I know it's in our frustrations, we could say things, or but we really have to be so careful on what they're experiencing and observing. And you just, you forget how like fragile they really are, even though you think they're tough and they're older now and whatever, and they can take, you know, I don't know, whatever. It it still hurts them. And, and what sponges they are, right? Yeah. So in this, man, I could go on a tangent about this, but like teaching, like understanding how it's okay to be spoken to, like, yeah. you know, like, or understanding like what aggressive behavior is. And what or, that looks uh, like. Yeah, what it yes. looks like. Don't mirror, don't allow your children to like see you doing that to your spouse or to 
a sibling or to like somebody else in your home, like we don't want to ever um, show them that type of aggression or lashing out or right. like, you know, because I do think it's a lot of times, again, I don't want to think that these elementary kids are showing up to be bullies. I, I want to think that it's something going on in their homes or, you know, maybe they feel stupid or embarrassed at school. So they're going to go pick on the smaller kid or the right. kid who, right? Like, I think it's them lashing out and them like redirecting their anger to try and don't look at me because I feel stupid. Go look at this person. Right. Yes. And so I think sometimes I want to give them the benefit of the doubt anyway, that it isn't coming from this like evil place inside their heart, that it's just their coping skills and how they're dealing with life. And we don't know everything that's going on in their life. So I guess what we're saying here is, or what I'm saying when we're trying to prevent our child from being that bully, I think it's just not showing them that, Hey, this is what we do when we're angry. This is what we do when we're, you know, like we don't lash out, we deal. Right. I do think that it is like a vicious cycle. I mean, it, it's funny. As with everything. In life, yeah, it is right? with everything. everything. And unfortunately it puts so much pressure again on us as parents because really <laughs> we're molding them and a lot does fall on us and they can come way back to a lot of mommy and daddy issues, which is really hard <laughs> because I, I mean, I'm, watching the show Ted Lasso and I know you're not watching it, no. but it's this British soccer team. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me about it. And this. there's this yeah the the main of course, you know, the the all star player, his name's Jamie. And um his you know, he's kinda he's hard on the other guys yeah. and he, you know, he heckles them and he trash talks on TV and he's oh, just yeah. like kind of the jerky guy. Yeah. But then you come into season two and you see his dad come to see him and just how hard and critical and mean and pretty much and and humiliates him with. in front of the yeah. whole team. And you're like, of course he's a bully because his dad's a bully. And like they just that's their learned behavior. It's their defense. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, it's, yes, it's you want to so give them the benefit of the doubt. And you know that it's like deeper than that. But we're also as mothers and fathers, like almost in control of that. So it yeah. kind of, again, comes back home to like, okay, we don't want our children to be bullies. I know. We never want them to be bullied, but we absolutely don't want them to be the bullies either. Never. And I do think it is a thing of like, two, cultivating relationships with school authorities, like your teachers, the principals, making sure your kid knows that like, Hey, I'm involved. I know what's going on. Your There's teacher eyes. will talk yeah, to me. Right. There are eyes. Yeah. Like, you know, all of that. And then like literally you guys laying it out for your child, like, because we might take for granted all the movies we've seen, all the literature we've read, all the guidance we've received, the shows we've watched. We have a lot of back history with this whole subject and like feels and thoughts and scenes about it. But like our kids know nothing. They really don't. It's not right. like we're sitting around showing them old Urkel TV shows where Urkel's getting picked on and bullied, right? right. Of family right. matters. Right. They haven't seen any of that because the thank goodness the world they grew up in today on Disney Channel and they're very inclusive shows and like you know, and so I can be thankful for that. But what I'm saying is like, we don't ever need to take for granted that they know what it is and that like, we need to sincerely line it out for them that, you know, we never pick on anybody because their looks, their size, their race, their religion, 
that they might read slow or get a letter or get something wrong when they're reading out loud. We don't laugh at them and we're not going to act like, you know, things like that. Literally like laying out scenarios for your child, I think will really do them a great service. Right. It paints the pictures. And totally. and I think also, I mean, and this all, if anything, goes heavily into high school. I mean, oh, yeah. just because they're like grown up and can carry conversations. I mean, if anything, that's where you see it the most. And it's like, those are critical times for teenagers and they're making big decisions and they're being influenced by each other. And that goes right into cyberbullying though, right. for me. And that's like, yeah, that's where they're seeing it the most. Because again, you and I, our generation, we came up with it. We've seen it from the generation of it, from Instagram, Facebook, everything. We've seen how it's been good and we've seen all the bad and ugly yeah. of it. They don't necessarily know that. And so no. let's just say, they start getting these like critical comments or like weird DMs or whatever. And they're thinking that's normal. Okay, no, that's not normal. not normal. And we need to block these people and like deal. And so it's literally like, yeah, it doesn't stop when your kids are teens. And it's probably going to be way worse by the time our it's kids are there. It's going to be way worse because, yeah, they, they have, um, you know, there's, there's no face. It's just words. Right. They can hide behind the words and they can say it thinking there's no consequence to it. And, you know, we go from being a bully to a troll, a new no, modern day gosh. word, trolls. But like the same effect and words and like and words still hurt and they words do. still affect people. And even worse, you pictures or, or you know, hurting people by posting harmful pictures or texting out, you know, like in every other movie in the yeah. 2000 Five and on, it's like, you know, everyone gets texted the the nightmare the scary sex text. Right. The sex yeah. text or the picture that's so wrong. And you just it's heartbreaking. So I mean Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what is there to say about that? I know. It's but just communic I think yeah. it's really just talking to your kids. And th so they know that this is out there. This is and this is the behavior you expect from them. And if they're not treated that way in return, to talk to Talk to talk to you. Talk, talk to, to mom and dad. And like, let's do something. Let's figure about this it. out because so that's not go, okay. Let's go there then. That's the other thing I want to talk about with this subject is like, as a parent, what do we do and when do we step in? I mean, man, I don't know. I'm asking the question: When do we step in? I know Sarah had even told me about this little thing with third grade, and I had even said you should tell the mom because, like, as a mom, for me, like, I would want to know my child was doing that, so I could nip the behavior. In the bud. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Nip in it bud. in the bud. Nip that sounded bud. weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Sarah said right in return, well, that's just going to make it all the worse. And the, the girl's going to know and it's going to come back and she's going to be mean yeah, to her for more I reason. I am of the thought. I don't know why, but I'm like, oh, I don't want to make it worse for Kate, right. my daughter, in right. that, oh, okay, her friend's now going to get in trouble from her mom. And then she's going to come back and maybe doesn't have a change of heart, but instead, like, is even meaner to Kate. Right, right. That was my thinking. And I'm like, no, I'll just lay low. I'll deal. Like, and I didn't do anything. I didn't. And maybe that was wrong. I have no idea. No, I, I think I think it just com comes down to the severity of the action, maybe. I mean, words and notes, they are really hurtful. And I think, again, maybe depending what's been said, but I think... I think you'll know in your gut. Like, oh, yeah. I think Mama Bear comes out and you know, like, I won't tolerate this. No yeah. kid should have ever done something like this. And I will talk to that parent and there better be consequences. Right? I mean, when we're talking severity, you know, but I think there's also little things that it's like, it's good for them to work out on their own. It's good for them to stand up for themselves or process or know. I don't really care what you say and move on and, and go to another friend and make new friends. Yeah. So yeah. I think. 
I think even though it's really hard to gauge when we get involved, but I think when you know, it's like you're going to know. Like this well, is really yes. And not what okay. I kind of conclude. Well, again, I you know how I love my reading. When I get into a parenting situation that I don't know, Google is my very best friend. And this is with sleep training, and now it is this with like dealing with people at school. But it really comes down to. Does your child feel safe and do they feel secure when they're at school or when they're at sports or when they're at dance? Right. And you have to kind of have the relationship enough. So thank goodness Kate talks to me and I do feel like I have a fair understanding of like her safety, how she feels on the day to day, all of that. And I think from what I was reading, when you start to see signs of disengagement or, you know, like they're pulling back, they're not coming home happy or you know, things like that, that's when you need to like really dig deeper and not let it snowball into like really affecting them, not wanting to go to school, getting depressed, like, you know, getting an eating disorder because so-and-so is this, like it can really snowball if you're not paying attention and not to necessarily just disregard it as, oh, they're being moody. Oh, they're like going through the change. Oh, the, you know yes. what I mean? Oh, the blah, 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 blah. But it all comes back down to like, their protection and their safety. And if you don't feel like that is happening and they don't feel safe where they're going outside of your care, that's when you need to step in. And they said to like, yeah, you start with like whoever's in charge. So the teacher, the coach, the whatever, and you go to them adult to adult and like you talk to them and you tell them what's going on and you have to like control your emotions and just lay out the facts. If cyberbullying is involved, you had even said, yeah, you need a screenshot the information, have that available so you can kind of share that and expose that. Yeah. But um, show what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and then I guess like if the teacher's not getting involved, then you start escalating things. You would go, to, I mean, wouldn't you? You would go to the principal maybe or, or the it, parent or, or the, like or contact the parent. The parent. Right? I mean, like I if it's something, I mean, again, it's depending. And I think the severity obviously probably comes with age. I mean, when you get into the teenagers, I'm sure there's some pretty harsh things out there, but, um, but yeah, yeah I know I like, I like that too. Like how you said though, you know, looking for the signs and you know them best and you're around them the most and noticing any sort of like, yeah. you know, kind of spiral, like, emotional shit. yeah, because child. that's going to yeah. be very telling because maybe they're too embarrassed or maybe they're too embarrassed of what happened to tell you, or they think something is wrong with them and they don't want to talk about it. So that's when you ask your, as a mom, that's when we're really going to have to step in and, and pay attention. Yeah, I know. And I do think it's fair to like cultivate some relationships with your children's friends, parents. And what yeah. I mean by that is like, if it's happening to your child, it could be happening to other kids too. Totally. And like kind of seek out some information. Like, hey, right. are you guys noticing so-and-so-and-so or blah, 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 right? And like maybe kind of talk together about get creative. I don't know. I have no advice to no, give you I guys. Know. I'm just well, literally working no, through this in my brain. it does take a village, you know, and yeah. like um, actually recently I had someone, in, you know, in the neighborhood just come talk to me about, you know, just some things they had observed. And it wasn't like anything malicious from what one of what one of my boys did, but it just it didn't it did hurt some feelings. And I would never have thought or known that this had even happened. And so yeah. I was grateful that she brought it to my attention so I could bring it up to him and so that he mm -hmm. could be aware when you do that, that really actually hurts his feelings. You think it's like funny and like he's laughing, but actually he's been 
hurt by that. Yeah. And right. even though it probably took a lot for her to do that, or she thought she might be offending or make, upsetting me even yeah. to yeah. confront it, yeah. um, I do think that it's okay. And that's important to do and be an advocate for your child yeah. and you need to stick up for them. And so I was on the other side of that, yeah. funny enough, and something I, and actually my child, I would have least expected it, but like, I wasn't aware it was happening. So mm-hmm. as a friend, I'm glad we did get to talk about it right. and fixed it and, have and it's fine moment. now and, and we're it's done. fixed yeah. and, it, and it, like, it's not a big yeah, deal. Exactly. But if I wouldn't have known, um, you know, I couldn't have fixed the situation. So that. You know, I, I think we are, we've said it so many times, we're our children's advocates. We love them. We care the most more than anyone ever will. And so, know. you know, we'll know. I think we'll know and and we'll do what it takes to fix a problem like that. Okay. Just keep a good eye. Yeah, and keep absolutely. And keep your ear to the ground, guys. <laughs> if your kid's not talking, ask their friends. Yeah. Seek out like, yeah, hey, right. what are they talking to you about? I don't know. What's going on at school? <laughs> Maybe they'll be more talkative, but yeah, if you have any like great advice to give on this topic, we would love to hear it. Go or find maybe us. an experience. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm sure some of you have already had to endure some of this. So, oh, you know, there might yeah. be some, Man. some vital part we're missing. So please do share. Totally. I think it's just a food for thought right yes. now. Yeah. Go give us a shout on Instagram. Yeah. We, we're there mostly throughout the week on the Mom Voice podcast. You can DM us there and we would love to talk to you about this topic. Like I said, it's something that's new on my horizon and I've just had it on my brain. So I thought, let's talk about it. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? I think that's it's good. fair. And just another great way you can support us here at the Mom Voice podcast is go to our website, momvoice.com and shop the show. We have all of our affiliates and sponsors there, but we also have a little bit of merch and very select sizes left in our sweatshirts. So if you want to enjoy it this winter, go check it out at momvoice.com. Yeah, go do it. They're pretty cheap right now. And we would absolutely love if they went to listeners and yeah, it's such a good way to support us. Okay, girl, let's wrap this one up with our hits and misses. What was your hit of the week? So my hit this week, it's weird. I'm kind of dry, so I guess that's saying a lot. But um, I actually got my kindergartner up to date on his vaccines, which is so funny. It's just been haunting me in the back of my head. Uh, I don't know. We just kind of fell behind on our shots. I'm not like an anti-vaxxer. It's not none of that, whatever. I, we, I do kind of space them out early on when they're babies. And so it does already put me a little behind, like their dates. And then I think like when COVID hit oh, yeah. and just all of it, like we all got behind. We all like I, I didn't go to the doctor like. for almost two years, yes. you know, like or like well checks or anything like that. So it's like so then Caleb's in kindergarten and I'm just super duper behind. They told me that in the fall and I was like, okay, I'll but then I had enough to catch up again that I didn't I couldn't all do it in one day. So anyways. Yeah. We got in this week. That was long overdue. What did he which do? is he it's so funny. He mm. was just not it's not funny, but no. he was like freaking out. I know he he had to go in in like October, and then so we're here back, and he was just so worked up. But then you know it's just like dun, 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 done, okay, okay, and we yeah. got a treat, and we went to lunch, and it's like okay, we're okay. But he actually was like freaking out. Those shot appointments, they have so much anxiety for them. Bless their I heart. I know, totally. Oh my gosh. Well, my hit of the week is that we did some serious toy cleanup over the weekend and we like especially in my daughter's room because I feel like we've totally moved out of like the doll phase and the Barbie phase sad I know yeah it was kind of taking up a ton of room and her and like I don't know I just we've talked about this before I hate 
microcleaning. I hate getting in the drawers. I hate getting inside the closets and like actually doing the detail clean, the edit that you need to do. Right. I really hate it. Like, but we did it and it was took up a bulk of my Saturday, but it was kind of fun. And why it's my hit is because she was like really excited to pass on her toys. Oh, Um, so we found a friend who wanted her dolls and like she took the time to brush the hair and like organized all the clothes and it made me feel good. Like, oh, like, I don't know, teach a little bit of like not charity, but like, you no, know, but let's it pass is, it on. Oh, no, totally. And I you know? totally appreciated when people and either just like even neighbors, not like family, like take the time to like pa- hand me down to us. Yeah, it's like really kind. It, it is. is. So maybe this is just a gentle reminder. If you're yeah. going into spring cleaning, I love that, you know, maybe find a friend who has a child younger than your daughter or son. And yeah, they would be thrilled to have something from a friend. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. What was your miss of the week? Well, I guess this is just like a universal miss, but sort of whatever. I, I guess we just, we, we would, what would we be if we didn't even mention Omicron? Yeah. You know, no, this is going to be very brief, but yeah. it's just been interesting again. I mean, it's kind of back with vengeance, but it's super like mild and we can appreciate yes, that, that yeah. it's not crazy, but I'm sure you guys are feeling it in your area. It's just kind of everywhere right now. I know. Our schools are still open, but we've heard from people who are having like temporary closures of their schools and mask mandates again. We're all having PTSD really fast here. No, I mean, it's funny because Sarah and I really don't feel too touched by this yet. You know, like, I mean, it we don't. Because of where we live. It's not that we don't care at all. It's more of of like, we live in a more like a state where the masks have right. not been as yes. enforced and, and like, school wise and yeah, everything. Right. So yeah. it's felt very, pretty normal, but it is interesting and kind of crazy how many people are kind of like just in and out of being sick. Like, oh. and it's a two day like fever and cold and then they're fine, but it is crazy like how it's just flying through everybody oh, again. So, and I'm just praying it's weird. this doesn't become my reality. I think I said this to you on Marco yeah, Polo. Right. Right. Like, I just don't ever want to think it's normal that when I drive, to my kids to school yes. to see like the line wrapped around the corner for the COVID test. Like, right. I just don't want to get conditioned to this stuff. And like, I just want that you even have to be tested. I, it's just like, you feel crappy. You go home and get in bed. Like, you know what I mean? We have to test. What are you? Let's diagnose everything. Like, it is just so interesting. And I mean, I just don't want to get conditioned to the masks and like the plexiglass. And maybe that's n- normal now. I oh, don't I, know. Yeah, I hope I know. Not. I know. Like, and uh, you, some of you might be rolling your eyes where you are because you probably maybe haven't even left that stage right, st- still. Right, There's a I lot know. of places that are very, very, very heavily still like, you know, restricted. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they just keep it restricted that but way. Just like the ongoing anxiety. I guess that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like yeah. we have an upcoming um, dance trip with our girls coming up at the end of the month. And Lauren has gotten me freaked out now. Like, is it going to get canceled? We've right. already paid everything. Right. Everything's paid for. Like, is no, it going to be canceled? Sure it won't, but like, even I had read like, yeah, the Grammys were in, per- in, in person this year, not Grammys, Golden yeah. Globes. The Golden Globes were in person this year again because of the COVID outbreak. And I do yeah. totally know, like a lot of people are getting this yeah. Omicron, but thankfully it's like pretty mild well, and it's pretty quick. Some immunity. I don't yes. know. Maybe that, so. Maybe it's yeah. God's way of <laughs> a cleansing the, um, the plague. What am I trying to say? Build up our immune system. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway. Okay. Well, my mess of the week literally just happened this morning. Okay. Okay. Um, I take all this time to like do my daughter's hair, which I don't normally do. She's looking cute, everything. I go downstairs to like 
hurry them off to carpool. And I'm not kidding you. She was on her hands and knees crying. She had spilled an entire barbecue chip bag on the floor. Apparently, she like went to go close the bag and it was upside down. And I'm not kidding you. There was a greasy barbecue mess all over my kitchen floor. And I guess it's just like the fail of like, I don't know. I never have the patience that I want to have, Lauren. No, I'm just like starting off the morning being sure. Freaked out. I didn't freak out, but I was maybe not as sweet as I should have been. I didn't freak out at all. I hear you. It's like, you know, the morning rush, the crazy, you're going down to kiss them off goodbye. And like, here you, now you're wiping up barbecue chip crumbs and literally spraying Windex on the floor because it's all greasy. It was just such a mess. It literally took me 10 minutes to clean up because, of course, Lauren, not only did she spill the chips, but then my boys walked through them and got crumbs everywhere. The dog is in the mix. It was just such a cluster. I'm just like, seriously? Seriously? Is this how I'm kicking off my day right now? Well, at least it was dry. I thought you were going to say barbecue sauce at first. I I was going to like, ooh, that's the worst. Even worse. At least you could just sweep up, hopefully. It was just so greasy. I know. It was like grease. And then the boys spread it everywhere. And I'm like, you guys, seriously, use your brains. That was the attitude I had <laughs> in case you were wondering exactly i was like seriously i know you're just gonna walk right uh, through just make spread it, it out and bring on the dog let I her know. spread it all throughout the house too awesome totally. let her no. just come eat it all Freak. and throw it up all over that she will i know amen okay well that's gonna do us i hate i hate how we end every show with our bad or negative we need to end with the hits no, maybe that's do. what we need okay, to do next week that's a good we'll, point we'll flip the script we're all, on we're you always like and yeah yeah Bye. signing off ew ew <laughs> No, anyway. Hey, Lauren, we had some of our biggest numbers ever last week. Yeah, that was you guys. Such, a, such a surprise. So exciting. Like you don't even know how much we needed that. Yeah. We Holy did. crap. We were like coming back from break. We're like, people probably forgot they who don't forgot even care. us. <laughs> what are the numbers going to even be? And so it was like, so, oh my God. What a gift. Yeah, it was really fun to see that, you, you know. Uh, yeah, that's huge for us. Oh, you don't even know. You don't even know. You so don't. thank you it's so, crazy. so, so much. If somebody out there shared us and anything, like yeah. we will forever appreciate it. Like you, that's seriously how we grow. And we, we totally, totally appreciate it. Again, go find us over at Instagram, Facebook, whatever, TikTok, at the Mom Voice Podcast. Say hi to us. Ask us, ask us a question. Tell us what you want us to talk about. We're yes. there. Yeah, absolutely. We totally. always appreciate the feedback. All right, guys. Well, with that, we will see you next Monday with a brand new episode. Anything else, Lauren? Do it. Sound a little happier, please. (laughs) That's it, folks. That's all. (laughs) Go rock your week. Yeah, take care of each other. All right, guys. Bye bye. Bye.